Welcome to the Sonica Project, hosted by myself, Travis Marshall, and Pat Forstall. The purpose of our show is to talk with those that have inspired us and discuss challenges in life, past and present. We hope these stories push you to chase new challenges and press on. Overall, we hope to build a community that lives out our mantra of someday never comes. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Sonico team, appreciate you coming back for another another episode. Of, of course, we are excited for you guys to be here as we're excited to talk with you guys and for you to listen to what we got for this episode. Final episode of the year, right, Pat? Final episode, dude. A little uh, Sonico wrapped. Final episode. So we're doing a 23 recap and then a 24 goal setting for personal and Sonico goals. Um so just diving into it, a lot of you, I'm sure, are aware of what Strava is. And so Pat and I wanted to do a little quick Strava uh, year in sport update for you guys, what we had um, as far as you know, longest activity, total hours, total time, total distance, all that kind of stuff. So Pat, why don't you uh why don't you hit me off with what was your what was your total time spent on doing activities throughout the year? Total time, um, four hundred forty-five hours. Nice. What uh? What about you? Five hundred seventeen hours. You can round that puppy up to five hundred eighteen. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. for those for those of you that don't know what Strava is, um, it's an app that you can track all your activities, so workout, running, uh, biking, whatever it is, and it's it's pretty cool this time of year. You can see like you can really get a full recap of what you've done throughout that year and how active and consistent you've stayed throughout the year. Um, I'd specifically love it just to, you know, look at how much, how much time I've actually spent on a bike or on my hoofs running. Yeah. So that's always pretty fun. Uh, how long have you been on Strava? Do you remember when you got it? Probably. I think I'm like five or six years now. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. I, I got on it um right when I came back from deployment in 2020. People were mm-hmm. like so like fall of 2020. And I think, yeah, I think um COVID COVID did good for Strava in terms of like people were starting to, you know, run more. So it was growing a ton then. But yeah, I've been on there since then. Yeah. The the How It's Made podcast did a special with Strava. It was actually a pretty good one. It's wild, dude. It was started they started that like 20 years ago. Which it was is, like the nineties. Yeah. In the nineties, they came up with the idea before like social media was a thing. Strava, the guys on Strava are like, we need to figure out how we can share our like, you know, adventures. Um, yeah, definitely go check that out. If you have any other sick. Yeah. That was, that was a good, good listen. Uh, Pat, what was, what was your total distance for the year? Total distance was 1760 miles. But yeah, well, what, like, what, what month was your heavy hitter? um where's that one at i got oh there we go july july was 257 and i think if i remember correctly like 227 were um running so that was like a heavy that was like heavy rim to rim to rim prep i was running a ton then yeah that's a good that's a good amount what about 2900 2900 on the dot 
but I think I, I would say a thousand of that is probably just biking to and from work. So It's just, yeah. it, it really adds up. I mean, if I, if you look at, uh, like my biking for the year is like 1700 miles or something like that. Dang. Yeah, It definitely it's, adds up. that's, uh, that's gonna be tough if, I think it's gonna be tough for you to bike commute in San Diego now, right? No, uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm currently moving. Everything's out of the apartment right now and I will leave for San Diego essentially right after Christmas. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be living in Coronado and biking to work. Hopefully we'll see, uh, to Silver Strand, which is a couple miles down the road. So it would be, it would be about a seven mile there seven mile back so 14 miles a day so the Dang. commute's getting longer it's good Okay, it's let's good go. Yeah, next year. So we'll check in next year and you'll be at, I don't even know. it should it should double hopefully Let's go. I need a maybe that'll be part of my 2024 goal setting is I don't know. Now I'm gonna be biking. Now you know I'm gonna be going from uh commuting to school to commuting to work where I have to actually dress up a little more. So maybe that the bike commute is uh unfeasible from a sweat perspective, but yeah we'll see. and, and the dirty south i don't know about that Dude, so bad. Um, that'd be all right. tough What about uh? We can hit a couple more here. What about days active? days active i got 300 uh so this one's actually pretty cool pat's having pat's looks a little bit a little bit different but mine it'll show like throughout the month how consistent you were and then like where you missed it in the month so like the the second day of january i missed it and then again on the 15th and 16th day of January. And so just going through it, it's, it's pretty cool to look at like, all right, consistent basically all week. And then where do you fall off the weekend? Right. So, uh, eliminating as many weekend, uh, party sessions is probably, the, probably a goal for 2024, uh, staying consistent through the weekend, whether it's, you know, doing some stretching or your long runs on the weekend can probably, will definitely help me in my long-term, uh, goals, And then also just, you know, preparing for the week ahead. So preparing for your, for work as well. So you're not having a four day hangover, especially as you get older. Yes, I remember seeing. I remember I, I saw like such a big change when I went from seeing the weekends as an opportunity just to like, you know, not get after it and like party or just be a you know whatever be a bomb to where I was like, oh wow, I can if I eat like a couple more healthy meals on the weekend and like get a workout, I could get a good long workout in. Like just how because for me for so long, especially like coming out of Navy when I was. kind of like this weight loss cycle, I would like diet during the week and I'd do a really good job. And then on the weekends I would maybe drink too much, eat too much. And like, I would either net zero or I'd like gain a couple of pounds. And then it's like by the end of the week, I'd be back down where I was, but I was just in this continuous cycle. And when I started taking advantage of the weekends um, or just prioritizing like health and, and really kind of changing my mindset that way. Yeah. I've, I don't know. It's like now I haven't really looked back. It's been so good. Yeah, I think you can really, you can leverage your weekends, like really leverage them to do good for whatever your, whatever your goals are. And yeah, like you, I specifically, you know, up until probably a year or two ago, I was still looking at the weekend as a chance to party and basically not necessarily not remember, but like just drink and like hang out with the boys instead of, you know, hit that long run, hit the bike, do something healthy, something that'll like, 
get your get your mind going, keep it active, uh, and then going into work on Monday and feeling refreshed and ready to go. Because I feel like throughout the week, you know, as you stay consistent in the gym, you know, Friday you should be hitting a like that should be your your best day. You know, as you go through the gym throughout the week, you you're setting your goals all the way through. You're hitting them. Friday comes, you're like yeah, this is awesome, man. That what another like another great week. And then you hit the weekend and you party all weekend and then basically just throw everything away. So definitely a goal for 2024, uh, less of those weekends where I'm throwing them away and more uh, using them to advance in my physical goals and mental goals. Amen. Uh, do you want to do one more? Or I think uh, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, let's say we can kind of, The cool thing is to like shows, you know, your longest activity, kind of top activities like that, which kind of leads into what we want to talk about next, which was, you know, what were our goals going into the year um, and how did uh, how did those turn out? So, you know, for us, again, if you've listened to listen to any of these episodes before, you know, that it was about a year ago. It was, it was winter break last year when Travis was visiting uh, Georgia that we went for a run and, and kind of came up with this idea and decided we wanted to do rim to rim to rim. So. That was one of our like um, activities that kind of shaped our Strava year in sports was the training and doing rim to rim to rim. Um, yeah, that, I mean that was that was almost like one of my in a sense like lifetime fitness goals I would say like um, so to, to knock it out this year was pretty sick. You know, one thing we talked about uh, when we were planning it was. I was trying to decide if I was going to be able to get a charity bib and run Boston marathon this year or do the grand Canyon. And, um, you know, at the time the Boston marathon bib was kind of up in the air. So Travis and I committed to the grand Canyon. Um, and that really kind of shaped a lot of, you know, how this year was going to be Travis. Did you have any other kind of goals for, uh, fitness goals, I guess, for the year? Yeah, I think the year just, it really just started with rim to rim to rim. And then I had a 70.3 in there in North Carolina. Ended up not doing that. Uh, had some other stuff hop in, which, yeah, probably not. I, I probably, sh I should have just done it. Um, should have just soaked it and like actually gone there, gone down there and done it, but uh, bailed out of that one. But we also added, the 50 miler kind of halfway through the year, which another unbelievable thing that was like the experience of that was awesome. And it's kind of set some other goals later on down the road that I want to do. Uh, and then my, the last one I had was run a thousand miles this year. I hit that a couple months ago. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. I think next year, I don't know if I want to do 2000, but definitely want to hit another thousand miles. I, I don't know if the, uh, the legs could handle it that handle it again but that'd be sick start throwing some run commutes yeah 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 i i had a couple i guess last year was the first time i ever had um a hundred mile month running and that was when i was training for the iron man and um you know with a lot not doing any triathlons this year um which kind of feels good man as as cool as they are like not not having to i don't think i swam laps a single time this year
you know, your race goals, but the rhythm I've kind of fallen into for the last, let's say two years now is having like a spring and fall goal and kind of letting the time in between that, um, you know, I don't know, give you some room to kind of figure out what you want to do. So like I, what I really liked about doing rim to rim to rim in April was that I kind of knew like, all right, the rest of April and May, I can start training how I want to see how my body feels and see like what I'm, what's like what I'm inspired by. And so for me, like I like to lift, I like to go back to the weight room and then kind of plan from there. So that's when, you know, by the time June came around and I had signed up for, um, Peachtree road race, which is a epic 10 K that takes place in Atlanta every year. So I knew I wanted to get like faster for that. Um, but it also, I start. I, I kind of knew at that point, like, all right, I'm ready for the next run challenge. And that's when, you know, Jesse signed up for Georgia jewel and me and you started talking, we decided to do that 50 miler. Um, and then I feel like that's that, that, so that led to 50 miler in September. And then I was able to do the kind of same thing where like the month of October, um, I was able to start lifting again, kind of keep running, come back. It took me a while to recover from that 50 miler. not going to lie. Um, and then I think we recently talked about it, but, um, I, I signed up for the Publix Atlanta marathon in February. So gave me some kind of time to like figure out what I wanted to accomplish next. And for me, that's, um, I love push like the, how far can I go challenge is, is like one I really like right now. And one I'm a little more scared to commit to is the, how fast can I push it? Because it's a different kind of pain, you know, like you have to really, um, I don't know. I feel like mentally with the, how far can you go? I can go in that pain cave and kind of just hang out there for a while. But then when, when you're trying to push the revs for a while, it's a little tougher for me. So instead of pushing off that challenge, I decided like something never comes, let's go ahead and do it. So, yeah. uh, that's kind of my, I guess the, the next challenge that, um, fell in after the Georgia jewel. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, the way that I look at it, I, Really, it's just the I pick the things that I'm most excited about when I think about it. Uh, so, and then I always try to pick one thing for the year that I haven't done before. So, Sacramento Ironman, the full Ironman uh, next fall. That's you know that'll be my first and maybe last time doing an Ironman, a full Ironman, but we'll see. <laughs> um, I also threw in one that we you know rim to rim to rim solely because we weren't able to complete the last one. Uh, hopefully this time the the weather cooperates with us and the river cooperates with us. So that'd be, that'd be nice to finish that and kind of knock that off and then, you know, hopefully do it again later on. And then I've, you know, like you, like you just said, I've always struggled with um, where, you know, the speed versus the distance, the distance, I think the 50 miler showed me that like, all right, basically all you gotta do is just suck it up and just keep going. And like, yes, it gets to a point where it's like very mental and that's probably past the 50 mile point for some people like 50 to a hundred is probably, probably very mentally challenging. And you go more, you go more into the mental side than the, the physical side, but the, the speed stuff is definitely a different beast that I've wanted to try and tackle, um, going forward. So 70.3 ocean side, I want to, I want to, I want to place top 10 in my age group, which I, I mean, it really depends on like who's actually competing, but you know, it's, it's the biker, it's not the bike. So you just gotta kind of 
you gotta get into it. So like feed the wolves at the end of the day. Yeah. And then the San Diego San Diego Marathon in June. Uh depending on how my body feels. Like I would love to do a Boston Boston qualifying time. I don't know if I'll be ready by then, but I'm gonna sure as hell give it my best. And if I don't get it then, then I want to do one later in the spring or in the fall, probably like a November time frame and try to get one then. So that's sick. I don't know if that answered your question, but yeah, I kind of tiered it up as like something I haven't done, something that I didn't finish, and then like some new goals as far as speed stuff goes. So that's what's up. Yeah. I, I, one thing that I've thought about myself, and then I heard Rich Roll talk about on a podcast like, I don't know, a little while ago is like, Rich talks about how people look at him and they're like, oh man, you're like so disciplined because you like, you know, train all the time and and whatnot and rich is like well to me that's what i you said what and sleep in a tent yeah sleep in a tent outside super discipline but he's like (laughs) his response and i feel the same way like when people like oh man like you you have no problem like you like to work like you work out all the time i'm like yeah because i like it like i i really enjoy it what's harder for me is you know maybe like not working out and like spending more time doing other things you know what i'm saying so it's like you know, some people might look at what you're doing and think you're super disciplined, but you have to really kind of challenge yourself and be like, well, what is actually disciplined like for me? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of brings into some, like some of the other challenges maybe that I'm looking to accomplish in, in 2024. Cause as much as I like to consider myself as like still an athlete and like, like to train a lot and whatnot, there's other areas of my life that um, are more important. And so like, look, I guess looking to grow in those areas. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's actually an interesting concept. Like, people people may see us or anybody that runs a lot as discipline, but really, like, probably just something a little bit wrong with them. They're like running a lot. Yeah. So it's not it's not that, that that's that's like a discipline thing for them. That's just something that they really enjoy doing. Like for me, it's a kind of a stress relief. And so, like, yeah. if I get stressed or something like that, or uh, something's not going my way, I want to run to get my mind or actually like dive into it and so finding those areas like you said that you need to develop um moving forward in like 2024 probably like focusing more on those like stretching stretching is probably an area that i need to get better on um sitting down and actually reading is something that i need to get better on yeah like actually soaking up some knowledge rather than just listening to you know, walk flock of flame or whoever <laughs> on, on Spotify. So. Uh, no, that's a good point. No, that's yeah. Point. I, yeah, totally agree. And like, yeah, like you said, like other people might really enjoy reading. And so maybe that's not like so much of a discipline for them because it's something they enjoy. But yeah, that's something I actually wrote down too is something in 2024 I want to focus on. I just got a bunch of new books and um, I just want to make more of a rhythm of like putting my phone down at the end of the night and and um and start to read so yeah i guess it's that kind of a nasty on. beast man it'll get you the scrolling yeah. monster it, it just stokes you in man it's the worst um, it's, it's amazing how quickly 30 minutes can go by of just like scrolling and i'm guilty of it all the time and i talk to caroline a lot about it too because like we'll be sitting there if we're ever sitting there on the couch and we're both on our phones i'm like this is not how i want it to be like yeah. want our evening to go and we're both like all right put our phones away and then you know get into whatever we wanted to do yeah yeah um, uh so let's let's you want to transition into what like challenges that you want to face in 2024 slash like your goals what do you want to grow 
that kind of yeah yeah for sure i mean yeah i wrote some down i mean the one that i already kind of hit on from a fitness perspective is uh the Publix marathon so last weekend of february goal is a 3:30 marathon so it's a it's a bigger whatever bigger goal for me i'm trying to um really speak it into existence not dance around the fact that and commit you know commit to the fact i want to run a 3:30 so um it's going to take some take take some training for me but i'm a little bit into it now and it's it's been good what's your what's a brief breakdown of like you know like weekly miles or monthly miles like what you got right now Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess the weekly miles will, at the most, get up to like the mid to low fifties. This week, I'll hit like forty three miles. Um, mm -hmm. the main thing that I need to do this this like training block that I've kind of evaded in the past is building in speed days. Um, so I'm a I love zone two, and I can just go out for a long run and hang out, but actually building in some like more speed or like tempo type specific work. So. Um, like today it was a six mile run, like a mile warm up, four four miles at a tempo, and then a mile cool down. And in the past, I would have just gone out for six miles and picked out a pace and cruised there. So um, yeah, it's like twice, two to three times a week, kind of doing a workout. And like my long runs, instead of just going out like last week, instead of just going out for a 15 mile run at a comfortable pace, um, I did like three and a half miles at pay, like at marathon pace and a half mile kind of recovery and did four sets of that. So just some things to really start like trying to drive at a, at a, a faster pace. Nice. I gotta be, I mean, I just, you know, I I've never, I haven't used a coach. I usually, and I think there's a lot of benefits using a coach. Like right now it'd probably be very helpful, but for me, um, just like at the stage I'm at, it just doesn't necessarily make sense. I feel like. But it's a great, I think it's a good, I think it is a good investment. Um, so I like to just play around and look at some programs on the internet and like see how that kind of relates to what I'm doing. So, That sounds good. Um, What else? What else you got? yeah, I mean, from other training perspectives, like we said, you know, the Grand Canyon, that's so for me, I guess I, I should preempt that by saying for those that don't know, I got a kid on the way. So, uh, having a kid in March, um, I'm trying, I'm trying not to really plan anything past that. Uh, cause I just don't think it's fair to me or the family and who knows what's going to, what's going to go on. So that's definitely a goal of mine is to, um, you know, Travis, I've talked about before is like being, I want to be president of the father and president of the husband. So, um, you know, trying, <laughs> making sure that any kind of fitness and, um, you know, exercise and some of that, like, comes as a secondary to that. So, um, you know, we had, we had originally talked about doing the Grand Canyon as a group in the spring. And now we realize it's just more feasible to do that in the fall. So next, yeah, the next fitness adventure will, will be that in the fall. Um, but yeah, in the, in, in the interim, um, you know, learning how to be a father is going to be a big goal of mine in 2024 and just being as helpful as I can. Um, and then the last one in there too, is just, you know, one of my goals for moving to Atlanta uh, a year and a half ago was really planning ourselves in Atlanta and being a part of community. Um, so in 2023, that meant, um, being more active in the church as a volunteer in different capacities and, uh, coaching football for sixth and seventh graders. So 2024, um, you know, I would love to be able to coach again. I just don't know if that's going to be feasible with starting a job and, and like I said, family stuff, but Um, definitely on the church aspect, I want to continue to grow and like leadership and, and, uh, 
um, just different opportunities there. So we have a great community group. We love to go to on a weekly basis and um, just want to make sure I'm, I'm, you know, growing within the church. Um, so that's one of those, one of my big goals for 24. Um, all right. I just talked for a while. What about you, Travis? I love that, Pat. Just, just to go back. I think the being present thing, especially with the family on the way I'm at, I think that's important for everybody. Um, I'm going to add that to my list, be more present in my relationships and my friendships, especially, yeah. you know, moving over to a new area. It takes, it takes time to keep, stay, stay friends with people, you know, not in your immediate uh, vicinity. So yeah. trying yeah, to be present with, with the new people and then also trying to be present with the friends that, you know, maybe across the country. Yeah. And I would say like, you know, with goals, I feel like we were all taught to be, I don't know. I think this is a naval kind of thing taught about smart goals, you know, like yeah. being measurable, attainable, all these different things. And, you know, I do, I do keep that in mind when I make goals. And so for that, like, I don't know exactly what's going to be like, right. Cause I don't know what kind of bedtimes and, and different, you know, whatever we're going to have. But for me, one way I've tried to accomplish that, it sounds like you have too, is like putting our phones away. And so, you know, whatever time I'm spending with my family, having my phone in the kitchen away from like whatever I'm doing, that's kind of one way I'll hopefully help monitor and like being present. So, um, as I'm like really kind of setting some more concrete goals for 2024 and like writing them out, coming up with ways to measure like success. Yeah. I like that. It's beautiful. Well said. Thanks Travis. Uh, so I already, I already went over my, the physical challenges I wanted to go through, you know, Oceanside, uh, Ironman, Rim to Rim to Rim, basically Rim to Rim to Rim twice when Pat can do it in the fall and then the Sacramento Ironman and SD Marathon. But other than that, so I'm moving to a new location. So I'm moving to San Diego. Uh, I really want to uh, focus on growth professionally. So really understanding my job, trying to do my job to the best of my ability. And uh, I guess throwing throwing in being really present at my job and not just letting it kind of slide by. And then I don't know if some of you probably know this, but I just recently bought a van. So van life, baby. Van life. Uh, really, I'm I'm really looking forward to exploring basically all of Southern California and then anywhere near there, uh, exploring new places, national parks, spending as much time on the mountain, snowboarding, skiing as I can, and then also one thing that I've I've struggled with my entire life. I th- and I don't know why this is, and maybe that's part of the reason why I need to focus on this, but I've always, I, I love being around people. I love being around roommates, uh, you know, my girlfriend, friends, family, and I don't really like being by myself. Um, I like the conversation back and forth. And so focusing more on being comfortable, being alone and like being able to like think through things, kind of like the meditation side of, uh, meditation side of that and so yeah spending less time scrolling on instagram i think that's uh that all kind of plays into the same same ballpark so those are a couple things and then one thing that i want to steal from pat again this man just inspires me to be better so something that i've tried to focus on here in dc was you know i, I never get involved with a team a football team or anything like that but we get a lot of crime in Obviously in DC, it's a city, right? Um, so I was I was trying to you know help out some of the people that were some some of the homeless people, and like I got a ton of clothes I don't wear anymore, 
So there's a lot of Navy football shirts running around now, um, extra socks and stuff like that. So yeah, peacoats. They got a <laughs> there's a felt peacoat ro rolling around here somewhere. So helping the community. And when I get out to San Diego, I really want to try and get onto uh, coaching a team like a like a youth team. I've I've seen Pat post some some stories and he's talked about the the little giants that could. Yeah. And I, I just think that is so awesome. And focusing on trying to develop the next generation, it cannot be said how important that is. And I just look forward to hopefully getting involved with some something out there. I'm sure there's other opportunities uh, to do that once I get out there. So. It's all about it's all about passing on passing on what what we've been given, right? So especially in football, it's like. We had such a cool opportunity, I feel like, to to get coached by great coaches and be around great players in Navy and different yeah. areas. And so it's really fun to be able to pass that back. It, it pushes you to to grow as a as a coach, mentor, leader. And then, you know, again, like you said, you get to invest in the next generation. And do yeah, I, I know uh when I was in San Diego, I, I helped coach out of high school um up in La Jolla and we played like the court, whatever team down in Coronado is. So you can get in touch there. I'm pretty sure they run the triple too. Dogs, yeah, dude. Let's, yeah, I think get you, get you, uh, get you going there. Get you plugged in there. I can do that. And dude, I'm hype. Uh, I sick that you said uh, top ten at Oceanside. I hadn't heard you say that, so um, that'd be epic. That's a that's a, that's a great goal to have. Yeah, it, and you know, I, I look back on my the previous Ironman I did, and I got I got ninth place uh, in my age group. And so maybe maybe I should up that, uh, but then again I haven't been training for Ironmans and I still haven't swam all of 2023. So I think that it's safe to say that top ten is probably it's it's a good goal. Um, I'll definitely have to get back and do some laps for sure. Yeah, it's it's so sick too. Just I mean I don't know thinking about where I've seen you come from too with shoulder injuries like that. You know you're competing like swimming and all that like that's that's just so sick it's it's so awesome to to see you come come back 100 you know yeah yeah i appreciate that and you know going hitting into the pool for the first time what was it, like two years ago like first time swimming that motion going up and then the shoulder i it, it was definitely strange it took some getting used to but it's 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 cool to see the progress that you can make if you just stay consistent with it yeah and just hitting it, hitting the laps, getting after it. And I'm saying this as I just said that I didn't swim at all in 2023. So <laughs> dude, it's all good. 2024 is a new leaf. Um, and like, it's a new leaf. and uh, dude, I'm so I'm pumped for you training out in, in Cali. I mean, that's where I, but you know, that's where I started training. And you can swim outdoors like 12 months out of the year. You can, yeah, you, dude, you're gonna love it. Um, especially in Coronado, like one of the coolest bike rides I did um, was this, a century that left out of Padres stadium. It's called Padres pedal for the cause. And you mm -hmm. bike over the Coronado bridge and then you go all the way down silver strand and then out into East San Diego up and back. Um, oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, it's a sick route. And so you'd be able to, you, you obviously can't, the Coronado bridge, they literally just closed it down for us to do it, which was sweet. But um, you can do all that other portion of it, like biking on the silver strand, running on the silver strand. It's just, it's like, you know, pancake flat. It's, it's, yeah. it's just up. That'd be a good commute. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I think we both hit our individual goals. You want to kind of go into goals for team Sonic and, and how we want to grow this thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. So one thing, first thing we'll start off with is uh, swag. So coming full circle, Pat and I, as you might have heard in the previous episodes, the reason this all started was because Pat and I wanted to create some sick running gear and some sick running swag. And we were like, all right, Sonico, that's the way to do it. Boom, boom, boom. Now we're running a podcast and we have no swag. And so <laughs> we're like, all right, here we go. Swag time. So Pat and I have some swag coming. Hopefully it'll be here before the new year. Maybe not, but once it's out, uh, we will release that. And we're super excited to get that, the ball rolling on that. Um, it's just going to start off as some hats and then we'll get into uh, t-shirts, running gear uh, soon to follow after that. So we're both super stoked after that, about this because uh, it's, it's been about a year in the making now. So yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, I guess with that too, it was like, we wanted to start a, like a, you know, some type of kind of running brand, like lifestyle brand. And we were like, well, how do you just jump right into that? Um, so we thought podcast be one way to kind of start, start learning how to express ourselves, start learn learn how to create building community. So yeah, we're, we're excited. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We're definitely gonna need some help on the design aspect too, as we continue to grow. So there's anyone out there who's like, man, my Sonico is I want to create stuff and I've always wanted to design stuff and I just never felt like I could do it. Hey, Team Sonico would love to welcome you in. You can, you can, you can, uh, you can learn, learn with us. So yeah, yeah. all digital creators are welcome. Yeah. yeah. Or if you know any, you know, any that want to, want to, uh, create in the, in the fitness space and the, come on. Yeah. Cause as we said, Pat and I enjoy running and not necessarily drawing so yeah i got great ideas i just need someone to put on the life for me okay <laughs> we do have some good ideas coming through right now we just can't draw so. <laughs> <laughs> canva, right. canva premium only take you so far <laughs> uh moving forward rim to rim to rim may 4th not necessarily a sonico sanctioned event um, but it is something that we derived from sonico uh, that's where really where this whole thing derived from and two good friends, Emmy and Callie are coming out and doing it with me. Um, hopefully we have more people that join on to that, that crew trying to convince my girlfriend to do it. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we want, we want a big community doing it and then follow on doing another one this fall with, uh, with Pat as well. So that's, that's another big, like Sonico's first event that we look forward to having as many people as we can out there. Thank like, yeah. you. Yeah. I guess the last one for, um, for kind of goals for us is just continue to figure out how we can, can engage and like build community. So, um, you know, we appreciate you guys like listening in and it's been, it's been cool to kind of hear back from some of you on episodes you've liked and, and what you, and what you've liked. So we, we appreciate that. And we just want to figure out ways to continue to kind of engage with people. Um, so that's stuff we're that's stuff we're kind of working on, you know, before the year ends and and going into twenty four. Like, how can we help people that are on the fence about committing to their goals for twenty four? Um, how can we build community? So, not sure if we'll like create a group on some type of, you know, like messaging platform or something where we can all communicate, or if it just means, um, you know, listen, you know, soliciting inputs for you guys on podcasts, guys, stuff like that. But, you know, we do like to hear from you guys. Again, we we want to build this community, so um that's a goal for us is just figuring out you know what does that exactly look like 
Yeah, and for those of you that aren't following us right now on Insta, uh, it's at Team Sonico. We would love one for you to follow, and then also, uh, hopefully, we can provide some inspiration to go out and uh, you know challenge yourself in some way. Um, additionally, with that, if you if any of you have anything that might help us with the podcast, whether it you know whatever it is comments, questions, concerns about the podcast, like please reach out to us at Team Sonico. Pat just gave me the password to it, so I'm going to let him run that. I, will, I might I might sign in, but it might just be Pat. Come on, dude. your questions for now, so. <laughs> yeah, and, um, um, you, if, you know, if you're listening to, listening to this, you, you've, you've probably followed us on Instagram or maybe not, but um, we also got some, we got some bracelets, so you might have seen some of those floating around. Um we got some Team Sonico bracelets that remind you that someday never comes. So if you want to join the squad, get a bracelet, let us know. Squad. There we go. Well, uh, we're, we're trying to we're trying to figure out ways to, to kind of distribute, and a lot of that's been in person. Um, but hit us up. We'll, we'll shoot you a bracelet. You can join the gang and, um, you know, spread positivity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So closing this out, I got, I got a challenge for everybody, and this is something that I did – uh, I think it was June, May or June. I can't remember the last time I did it, but I don't know why I chose this platform, but uh, this is this is what I decided when I started doing it. So it's called two for 30. That's that's what I call it. So it's mm-hmm. run at least two miles for 30 days. So uh, just basically just do it for a month. Um, so whatever month you decide, I will start. I'll be starting this on January 1st, uh, running two miles. And if you can't run, walk, can't walk, bike can't bike just get after it in some way so two for 30 um is what it's called i will be focusing on obviously training for the ironman so i'll be hitting a little bit more than two but like my cool down days and stuff like that i'll be i'll be just jogging a light two miles so that's where you need to start slow two miles easy pace like right on just hit, just hit it for 30 days and if you want to follow along uh for some uh basically fall follow my journey and make sure that i'm actually holding holding true you can follow me on strava and if i if i miss a day then you can call me out uh but yeah two for 30 i'm excited to do it once again it, it, it instills discipline it really makes you focus on like hey this is it's not just about you know it's, it's about the long-term goal and you know one thing that i really enjoyed about it was honestly the 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 really rainy crappy days because it just forced you to like all right well i gotta run this i gotta do this and i gotta get out there and complete it so and you get done with the two four six eight miles and whatever it is and be like wow i'm glad i did that and move forward so i'm totally yeah. You, yeah, what you got that? i was just saying no yeah I'm, I'm i'm totally on board board for that and it's perfect like you said two miles like you can break it up if you need to yeah, at, at the end of the day, it should only take, it should take like, or I shouldn't say should, it will probably take you less than 30 minutes, Take however long it takes you, that's whatever, but um, it'll probably take less than 30 minutes, so if you can definitely carve that out in a day, and you know, I'm, I'm all about it. I saw a guy at the gym this morning, um, kind of breaking up sprints on the treadmill, and that's, I, it reminded me, that's like literally how I started out. I remember when I was trying to run a mile and a half continuously, I was just breaking it up into the quarter mile intervals, and uh and Alex, uh, coach Alex, uh, he like wrote me a workout where I was sprinting for like, or running for like 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. And I was like, 
dude, I forgot. Like that's literally how I got started. And yeah. it got me pretty pumped. So if that's what it takes, get on a treadmill, set it for, you know, however many miles per hour, jog for 30, jump off and let it keep running and just wait 30 seconds, keep going. I love that, man. I love that. All right. Pat, you got anything else for, for the yes, team? So I almost forgot. We want to wrap wrap our 2023 wrapped with a Spotify slash some people have Apple music named Tra- uh, Travis wrapped and then we'll, <laughs> we'll close it out. Yeah. All right. You hit it first. Yeah. Mine. Um, I was a little, I was a little, a little embarrassed, but it's all good. I mean, it is what it is. So I had 43,942 minutes listened with, with this and with Strava wrapped, it's really hard for me to like kind of wrap my head around like how much time that means. Like, I feel like I need to know like percentage of the year, but I don't feel like doing that math. But anyway, so about 44,000 minutes listened top artists. I feel like this is like every year in a row now has been Drake. Shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out six God, shout out Drake, my top artist. This, I am a little, I'm pretty proud of like the different spectrums I'm hitting with my top five artists. I went Drake, Watch House, which if you don't know Watch House, it's like an acoustic uh, husband wife duo. Um, the band formerly known as Mandolin Orange. Uh, I, haven't, three, I haven't heard of them. I'll, I'll check them out. Check them out. Anselin actually just saw him at the Georgia Theater in Athens, and it was it was epic. We've been trying to oh, see him sweat. for a couple of years now. We just saw him. It was so good. Uh, number three is Metallica. So Drake, Watch House, Metallica, uh, Future Birds, shout out Athens, Georgia, and then Tame Impala. So <laughs> a little bit Love of everything. That. Top songs. Every time I get on an airplane, I listen to one of Watch House's albums because um, it kind of just puts you know, in a sense, it puts me to sleep. It's very calming. And so I think that's why their song Wildfire uh, is my number one song. So I have uh, I have like three Watch House songs in my top three. And then I have For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica and Snowblind, which is Black Sabbath. So, um, yeah, that's my rap. Top genre being rap because that's what I work out to. So, hater to love it. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, Travis, what you got? Love that. All right, I'm not th- – there is one on, one on here that I'm not too uh... – not too excited to say out loud, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. All right. Yeah. So straight from straight from the source right here. I do do Apple Music. I stayed faithful to them from the start. So everybody that switched over to Spotify, you guys are fake and phony, but whatever. I'll st- still love you. All right. So number one, Zach Bryan. Good music. Solid stuff. Number two, Morgan Whalen. Number three, the Lumineers. I thought the Lumineers would be number one. I'm a huge Lumineers fan. Are you? Uh, yeah, them in camp. I I love them. Yeah, love yeah. I was surprised Camp didn't go on here. I thought I was gonna go to a camp concert. So for like two weeks straight, all I listened to was camp. Just then, camp. Yeah. yeah. That's that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Uh, number four, kind of shocking. Not sure how this one landed on there. Taylor Swift. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> hey, man, good for you. It is what it is. It is what and it then is. number five, we're just going to move past that one. Number five, Noah Kahan. Okay. He's solid. Solid. I don't, I don't have, like, top song. Um, I'm not sure how to look that up on Apple Music, which maybe just speaks volumes of how Apple Music is. isn't as cool, but it's all right. But, Yeah. Some other ones to note, Loud Luxury is number six, Camp number nine, and Marshmallow is number 15. So, (laughs) 
Dude, if you like camp and know Kahan and all them, you'll like uh, you'll like Watch House. You should check them Okay, out. sweet. Love to hear that. I'll check them out. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys uh stuck with us to the end, and and uh, hopefully you don't lose faith in us now that you listen to our Spotify Wrapped. Um, but you got our Shava Wrapped, you got Sonica Wrapped, and now you got Spotify Wrapped, and um, we just we appreciate it. So here's to uh. Here's to a good 2023 and to more to come in 2024. We'll be off next week. Uh, and then we got an exciting podcast coming to you right at the beginning of the year with our good friend, Jackson Mitchell. Shout out Jackson. So uh, come back for that. And hey, if you haven't yet, go back, listen to some other episodes. Tell us what you think. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Something never comes. Yeah, press on and peace out. Hey team, thanks for listening to an episode of the Sonico Project. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you subscribe and rate the podcast and consider sharing with someone you think would benefit from the show. Follow us on Instagram at Team Sonico. Press on and peace out. Pat and Trav.